Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. I can't even do it. Just do it, Jeff. Don't be. I'm at the golf camera. I'm talking right now. Hello there, friends! Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has banished all pants and underwear from his life and is currently dipping a feather pin into the pee hole of his boner. That's Jeff Clark. What's up, y'all? And joining us from his Minecraft fortress, the digital booger-eating boogeyman known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! (laughs) That that was not how I intended for that to go. (laughs) Not a graceful entry. No, that was not graceful at all. No, that new that new fucking microwavable dab fucking crack pipe you have is really giving you a thrashing these days. It's called Aluka Seahorse Pro Plus. And it according to the state of Pennsylvania is how it's legal to smoke marijuana. Sick. Oh, you're abiding by the law. I am abiding by the law, yes. Because it vaporizes the concentrate. I bought it where I got my medicine. Can't get me now, copper. Yep. Nope. I uh, <laughs> I went. Dom and I went to a friend's house to watch the um, Eagles game yesterday, and I rolled up with the volcano under one arm and my carrying case of marijuana in the other, in no bags. And he's just like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I am. This is all medical. I have the documentation that says I'm allowed to have this, and this is the apparatus the state says I should smoke it from." So I have I'm diplomatic really immunity. Yep. <laughs> do they have the same medical licenses though? They do, but it was I was the one that was how I was smoking while I was there. I just who the fuck cares? I care a little bit. I care. Dom didn't have any hot dogs during that eagle game, right? No. No. And he did not partake in anything illegal. Nice. Yeah, Dom uh, was always had... very good at following the law. We had wings and fries. Did you guys get uh, wings over Quaker Town? No, we were in Bethlehem, so we got them from PJ Wheelahan's Pub. And they were hot and honey, and they're breaded wings. I fuck with breaded wings. The problem, the issue with the wings was that they were all very large drums. You like the flats? You're more of a flats guy. I'm more of a flats guy. And fucking, there were, in a order of 20, there were three. And Dom cherry-picked all of them. Wow. Right Swoop out of in. the gate. Right out of the gate, Dom just How did you around. allow that to happen? Were you, did you go to the bathroom or something? Well, no. It, you know, he pulled one flat out, and then I pulled a couple of drums. And then I went looking, and there were no more flats in the... In the order, and there were only three, and they were on Dom's plate already. Did he call that? Did he pull that that Cartman move from South Park when they all get home at the KFC, and the mom's like, "You got to help us out with the with the bags first, and then you guys can eat." 
and does the fake out and ate all the skin off, and then everybody comes back in crying. No, it was he. You know, he did it within plain sight of everybody. There was no sneakiness. It it was allowed to happen. Just aggressive. He was just aggressively going for. He knew what he wanted, and he went for it. He did not wait. He drank your milkshake. Yep. Shuddy, when you eat the flats, do will you bite the meat on one side, flip it over, bite the meat off of that side, and then tongue dart that little piece of meat out in between the bones in the middle? No. Ew, I, ew, ew. I split the flat and pull out the one bone. Then I scoop a giant glob of blue cheese, oh. and then I suck all the meat off of the remaining bone. Fuck yeah. That's the way to do it. I tongue dark the flat. <laughs> <laughs> I tongue dart the shit out of that flat. I don't give a fuck how weird it is. I also tongue gonna, I also tongue dart the drums. I don't know why. And I'll do it looking right <laughs> in your eyes next time, Kevin, you son of a bitch. No, not if I eat all the flats first. I pull a dumb. I'll just scoop all I, those things. I prefer um I prefer drums. But it's not like a, I don't really care either way. But yeah, most like people probably, I know prefer flat, so it like works out nicely for me. I think as I like that the flats are crispier usually, because hmm. they're not as meaty. Honestly, like I, I feel like I tend to take a stance on everything. I'm just happy to be eating wings. I don't care if I get a flat or a drum. Just give me that deliciousness. That's how I feel for the most part. I mean, if there's one flat left, one drum, and I'm splitting it with someone. I'll, I'll take the drum. I feel like you get more um, meat sometimes from the drum. You definitely yeah. do. I was just going to say that. These drums were so meaty that I ate at like 145 during the game and was not hungry again until almost 10 o'clock. This sucks. Now I'm fucking hungry. The only thing that can satiate me are wings. And we are like seven minutes into the podcast. Damn it! Count the Easter egg. What is that? 22 minutes? Yep. And then we got to do a Patreon show after this. That's why I actually cooked myself. I was finishing cooking my dinner when Jeff said, let's record at 5.30 at 4.30. Oh, you bastard. Because I knew that we would not be done till 9 9 o'clock-ish. I've barely eaten anything today. And like, uh, all I'm thinking about is tongue darting some fucking wings now. I am going to have a cream cheese and jelly sandwich later. I've already committed to that in my brain. Mm. Cream cheese and jelly sandwich. I think I had those. I like cream cheese and jelly toast, but I never had like a non-toast bread sandwich. I think I usually got them on um, like bagels. You get a toasted bagel from uh, Dunkin' Donuts on the job site. Get a sesame bagel toasted with cream cheese and jelly. Fuck yeah. It definitely seems to be a New Jersey thing, cream cheese and jelly. It might be. My grandmother uh, introduced me to it. We're upstate New York. I but it was, was my preference. I always wanted, I always ate that as a kid, never peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's weird. What about fluff and nutter sandwiches? No. Dude, Kroger's has got a fluffer nutter um, gallon of ice cream, and I almost picked it up. Fluffernutter ice Kroger cream. Kroger out there? <clears throat> it's Ralph's, but Co- Kroger like owns Ralph's. Okay, 
it's a uh, Ralph sells Kroger branded stuff. Yeah, yeah, their generic shit is Kroger, but yeah, they have like a, a peanut butter ice cream fluffernutter flavor. So it's like marshmallow swirl. God I had damn. to just keep walking. I was like, oh god, oh um, god, <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna oh. come. I um, <laughs> gonna food wars this. <laughs> While we're talking about ice cream, I went to a Jenny's since we last spoke. Oh yeah, uh, and they're fall drove flavors. right past Coldstone. Um, <laughs> I what, what the fuck was it? It was some sort of almond brittle. Jenny's creamery ice cream. Jenny's almond almond brittle. Man, that sounds like a waste of a visit to Jenny's. I'm not gonna lie. What almond brittle sounds delicious. Brown butter almond brittle ice cream. No, that could be good, Kevin. It was fucking amazing. I'd have to get a little spoon sample. Like they, 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 I'd have to get like three or four. Spoons. They um <laughs> they were sold out of most of the fall ice cream flavors, um, specifically the ones that interested me, like the Boston cream pie. That's well, a fall specific flavor. That is a, that's, I mean, that was their specials. I'll tell you what, I went to Salt and Straw and they have their, um, I don't know why they blew their load on, for September on this, but the September flavors were, there's like a pumpkin, pumpkin cheesecake pie. And then like a, a warm apple pie and cheese flavor. And I got both of them. I was like, I want one of each. And then felt like a fucking fat piece of shit. Like, I actually felt my heart struggling to pump blood to the rest of my body after I finished it. Yeah, the it's just three, a football Sunday for me, baby. The fall flavors that they had were pumpkin cake roll, high five candy bar, and Boston cream pie. I had a high five candy bar in a uh, pint before. I think I snack attacked it, too. That would make my ass pussy wet. It was good. Okay, I have the official website pulled up. Spiced goat cheese pumpkin pie. So I fucked that one up. But it was epic. That was delicious. And then Beecher's flagship cheese with apple pie cinnamon roll. Also boner inducing. Uh, Whenever we order afters, we just get uh, DoorDash. And they don't, they only have like their set menu. So I gotta look, I'm gonna go on the website right now and see if they have any new flavors that they're advertising. On Jenny's website, there's an everything bagel flavor. Yeah. I don't think I want that. That's another one that I saw. I saw a pint of that actually. That's what I, yeah. Cream cheese ice cream with everything bagel gravel. That means like fucking onions and garlic and shit too. Yeah. I mean, I don't. You guys know how I feel about onions, but what do you guys feel yeah. about onions in your ice cream? Not that committing to a pint of that would be. I would take. I that I would have to mull that decision for a long time. I got doo doo breath. Because that could go either way. I'm not really down for like even like candied bacon. Actually, that tastes pretty good, but, like, it's something I don't usually order. So, like, I don't know. I guess onions, you know, vegetable, not meat. But for whatever reason, like, I just don't like that mix of sweet and and onion or sweet and bacon. So I'm trying to think if there's ever been a case where I've had 
other than, you know, sweet onions, like had some sort of thing that was supposed to be super sweet with onions in it. And I can't, I can't come up with anything. Wait, do you not like everything bagels, Kevin, because of there's an onion seed on there or an onion yeah. flavor? Yep. It's dried onion is what it is. Yeah. Gotcha. Like it, it's not like um like if I bite into a McDonald's cheeseburger and there's onions on it, I will barf. If I bite into an everything bagel or an everything bagel chip or something like that, it'll gross me out. Understood. I don't like everything bagels either. I actually am trying to incorporate bagels more into my breakfast move so I can just have an easier breakfast decision to make. I love bagels. So I got Trader Joe's plain bagels. They fucking suck. But the only other options were (laughs) onion, everything, and cinnamon raisin. Why do they suck? Just flavor-wise or just because they're plain, you don't like them? No, I like plain bagels. Uh, No, it's just not a very good bagel. I don't know. Like the first one that I cut, it like fell apart completely. And I just like threw it out. I'm very angry. You know, fuck this. Um, the next, the next one cut. All right. But I don't know when it was toasted, it tastes fine. But if you didn't toast it and didn't like, I put a little more cream cheese on than I usually do. It would have been just absolutely brutal. But trying to do more, no more bagel breakfast moves. But I do not like everything bagels, and my brother gave me shit about that yesterday. Because you and me are like the only people that don't like everything bagels. Yeah, I know. I think of like of bagel fans. Shut ear and everything. You, you'll I enjoy, enjoy everything, everything bagels very, very much. Yeah. My go-to bagel. I'm basic bitch, but I think that kind of uh, is kind of obvious, right? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty bland taste. Buds, but I like plain, I like garlic, and I like blueberry. Those are my favorite bagels. Uh, my go-to bagel is Asiago with, with the toasted cheese on the outside. Yeah. Where do that you find goes, that? That goes really well with cream cheese, so you get that sweet and savory, in my Absolutely. opinion. Absolutely. But where do you get that? So at the Fox Studio Cafe, um, when I was working there as a freelancer, they had a cheese bagel at like the Starbucks that they had in the cafe or the the cafeteria. But that's the only place that I've seen an Asiago cheese bagel. Where do you where do you get it from? Um, I mean, Starbucks Panera right? has their own version of it, but I can buy them at the grocery store. Son of a bitch! And I'm looking at Wealth's re- website. Oh no, you can only buy you can only buy them. Buy the case of 48 on Ralph's website for $85. Oh, that's uh, a deal. So that's $2 a bagel. What the fuck? Oh, sold and shipped by foodservicedirect.com. Hmm. But there is, I mean, you should be able to find some maybe. Prepackaged. Hey, do you guys want to hear a very look and next time I go to Ralph's? You guys want to hear a very on-brand story? Sure. Yeah, you guys kind of already know it, but the Puminati doesn't. Yeah, so, lay it on me. A couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, oh wow. Now so, it, it clicked what story this could be. Are you scratching your back with a miniature hockey stick, Jeff? I am. What position do you think that stick belongs to, Kevin? 69. 
What do you mean? No. It's a hockey. Hockey. No, but what position on the ice? Oh, well, I would guess then the goalie because they're the only people that have different pucks. No, sticks. Yeah, I, correct. I, I thought you were going to guess that because that was like the only position that you mightn't even know. That's kind of where. <laughs> Do you know another position that a hockey player might play? Icing? <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. We'll get you next, next time. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, so, a couple weeks ago, I have been making regular fucking visits to a dermatologist because I, I found a tiny little bing-boing on my nose. And anytime I see something and I don't know what it is, my first instinct is to pop it. Don't you have Carl do that for you? Wait, are you guys at the rela- are you at the stage in your relationship where she pops your pimples? I don't think I will ever reach a relationship where I'm asking someone else to pop my pimples. No, 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 no. Shuddy, you know what? Shuddy, take it away. I want to hear what you were going to say. I was going to say that if Kevin ever allows himself to be in that state of a relationship and he doesn't fart in front of them, it is completely ass backwards. Because I feel like that's a step after farting in front of someone yeah like i'm not agreed i'm also not gonna ask her to wipe my ass for me like pop my pimples no no i do not get that one you have it wrong it's It's not an ask thing it's it's her she wants to do it yeah she wants to do it dude i've had a a couple girlfriends attack my pimples i gotta be just sitting there on the couch and just feel like it's like oh what the fuck no it's like now they're into it it's like a weird thing. Shuddy, have you experienced this before? I mean, Tracy was like that. Yeah. Um, okay. When we were younger and I was zitty. Um, but not ZD. recently. All right. No, ZD is pasta. Oh, right. Uh, I keep going, Kevin. Sorry. So, yeah, I, I see some weird thing on my face. I'm like, oh, time to pop this motherfucker. And nothing happened, and I was like, ah, shit. So I ignored it. I kept an eye on it for like a month. Didn't change. Didn't get bigger. Didn't get smaller. Didn't exactly look like a zit. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me just... Because I'm such a fucking hypochondriac. I always think I'm on on the verge of death. So I, I called the dermatologist who I was just in there to see. And I'm like, hey, I don't know. I'm freaking out. I got some fucking thingy. Can you, like, look at this thingy? And you're like, sure, come back in. So she takes a look at it, and I'm just waiting for her to be like, you dummy, that is a, a flibbity flap. And everybody knows that flibbity flaps are harmless, so just go home. And she takes a look at it, and she's like, eee, I don't know. I was like, ah, shit. Might be gay. <laughs> so she's like, she's like, you know what? Let's, um, we have a couple things we can do here. You can just keep an eye on it for a while. You can freeze it. Or we can biopsy and chop a piece of it off. And I'm like, ah, let's. So we've got zero dollars, fairly expensive, most expensive option. Yeah. (laughs) So I was just like, you know what? Freeze it. Let's, let's, let's freeze it and see what happens. So she blasts it with a little fucking T-1000 tank of, of liquid nitrogen it heals up. Nothing changes. I go back in two weeks. She looks at it. She's like, meh. 
let's try blasting it with ice again. So this time, she really, like, she goes Mr. Freeze on my ass and just eviscerates me. And now, like, it, it like, scabbed up. It, it became a wound. And I'm like, all right, if this thing doesn't change it, I don't know what will. So it, two weeks later, I go back again. She looks at it. She's got a picture of it on her iPad. She's like, yep, doesn't look like anything changed. We got to biopsy this. So she cuts. She takes this little, like, bendy blade and, like, scoops part of my nose out. And she's like, all right, sending send this off to the lab in two weeks. Come back in, and we'll give you the results of the biopsy. So I go back in in two weeks, which was on Thursday. And she comes in, and she's like, so... Um, I don't exactly know how to tell you this. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's terminal. It's terminal. I'm a dead man. She goes, the lab lost your sample. And I was just... I think... I was silent. I was like, the fuck? She's like, yeah, the lab... Like, a courier came. We gave them the samples for the day to take to the lab. The lab has no record of it. I was like, so did this guy lose all the samples? And she was like, no, just yours. And I was like, how? How the fuck? Okay, I know I don't know anything about this world you exist in, but how the fuck does one sample get lost? Like, if I order, well, just relate it to the conversation we were having earlier. If I order a dozen wings from Wingstop, they put 12 wings in the box, I open it up, and there's 11 wings. How do you... If you lose the entire order, I could kind of see that. Did you fucking... Was this guy opening it up and going through the samples? Did one fall out of the bag and roll under the seat of his car? How the fuck do you lose a single sample? It's more likely that the poor courier is just the patsy. and. Yeah. Somebody at the lab fucked up and contaminated the sample or spilled or, you know, spilled coffee on it or something. And they're just like, oh, it never got here. I don't know what happened. I've never seen this. I would be uh, specifically suspicious of the person who blamed the carrier. Yeah. (laughs) She she or he might know a little more than they're letting on. Either way, I was just like, this is fucking insane. I'm like, I would say an incomplete would be the best grade you're going to get in your cancer test, though. Well, I said so to her, did they? I never, we never, like, when you sent that text message to us, I couldn't believe that. Like, that, that's a shocking text message to read because it's the most Kevin Kraft way that that could have gone. Like, there's, that doesn't happen in real life, I feel like. I asked her. I was like, how often does this happen? She's like, I've never seen this happen. It's like, all right. It's yeah, like they, jaywalking. It never happens. That checks out. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You it's like lost, someone getting a jaywalking ticket. You lost my fucking nose piece? You lost a piece of my nose? Somebody Fuck! stole your DNA for a reason, Kevin, is what happened. I've already yeah, done 23 in me. They have my shit. They're making duplicates of you in China right now. Yeah, I don't know. What are they selling them to off to the fucking Tilda Swinton fan club? Yeah, little Tilda replicas. Like you can't an army of Swintons. You can't scissor the real Tilda Swinton, but you can scissor this clone. 
I, I was I was I was dumbfounded. So she looks at me and she's like, "So what do we do?" I was like, "What?" She looked at you and asked that. I tell dick jokes for a living. I don't know what. Would you like to hear one? That's what I can offer for my expertise. You should have hit her with a fucking shoe. Tell her your newest joke. You're the yeah. It's like you're the fucking skit master. Why don't you tell me what we do now? So, I don't know if you can see this, but they chopped another fucking piece of my nose off. We can't see it. God damn it! So now it's back to fucking another two weeks of Neosporin and band-aids that have to overlap with my eyelid because they don't make band-aids with a thin enough adhesive rim where I don't get a band-aid over my eyelid. Why don't you just use, can't you use like new skin liquid bandage? I don't even know what that is. I don't know if I can use that or not. You brush it on. It's like cover up. Oh. Oh. Mine's in the bathroom currently. Well, I believe you that it exists. Because I almost took my toe off yeah. with a box cutter this weekend. Why was a box cutter near your toe? Did you drop it? Were you I, uh, were you juggling it and then it slipped out of your hand and you were barefoot? No, I had my the tray table in front of the recliner and I was opening He-Man figures and I left it sitting on the tray table open. I went and did something else, came to sit back down, picked up the tray table to move it and forgot the box cutter was there and it fell off the table onto my foot. It's kind of like that time Michael uh, Scott burned his foot making making himself breakfast in the morning. And like it was it was bleeding bad. I thought I was going to have to go get stitches, but I was able to clean it off enough to see that it wasn't that bad and got it under control. But uh, I tracked blood all over the kitchen floor, walking around trying to get all the things I needed to take care of it. Was this a rude awakening to maybe curb your He-Man addiction? Sure. If anything, he's just not going to fuck with uh, box cutters anymore. I just, last night when I was opening other stuff, I made sure to close the box cutter every time it was not in my hand. Now I just chew the boxes open. So I, 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 I know I say this about 30 times a year, but I can't believe that there are still He-Man things you don't own. Surprisingly. We got to get like a Guinness person over there. So we really do. Take a He-Man record. Uh, the list of what I don't have has gotten so small that we were at a toy convention this weekend and I didn't make my first purchase until we had been there for two hours and we're just getting ready to leave. That there was nothing there that I want that I needed or wanted because it was all stuff I had already. Who did you go to the toy convention with? Is it you With and Dom? Dom, Bon Bon, Mark, and our friend Mikey. Holy so shit. I just Googled world record He-Man collection, and all I'm getting results are for the largest co- co- collection of X-Men memorabilia. Trimasters of the Universe, not this, He-Man. Ugh. These fucking nerds. Masters of the... Yeah, when you're like one fucking, 
definitely one break away from Masters of the Universe addiction yourself. Um, Masters of the Universe, Joe's Epic, 80s. Nope. Ah. Where was this toy con? Why are we just finding out about it now? Is it is it, it wasn't as big as the other one that you went to? Shuddy, or? this could be up for grabs. You tapped out on toys. This is going to be your last toy con, which actually no, should be it's something not we're discussing. Be, it's not, that's not gonna. Nothing's no, gonna they're just, out of the toy there just there wasn't game, a right? lot of stuff there, and the stuff that was there I had already. There were only a couple of things like this. <laughs> Battle Cat back here that I did not own this particular version of. There's no was, way you should be leaving the con without that. So, and it was the only one, the only battle version of Battle Cat I didn't own in the toy what? lines. So, I pulled the trigger on that, but that was really the only thing that was there that was enough interest of me. No, this is. I went to this toy con with Dom last year and spent an obscene amount of money yeah i already Whoa. got an update from dom he was sending me pictures of his haul he look, it looks like he got a lot of shit do you have to dom, carry dom's toys out for him dom so dom quantity wise left with more than me which has never happened before and i was so restrained in my spending that i only spent a couple bucks more than he did in total so it was, I was a very well behaved boy on Saturday. A well behaved shuddy boy. Mm hmm. Man, Dom was buying like NES games, Sega Genesis games, Super Nintendo games. And then he got Blade Runner and Masters of the Universe on VHS. Yes, he did. A Sega Genesis controller, a squishy Pac Man ghost toy. I don't know how you have time for all this shit, dude. <laughs> and he's a father. It's like you, dude. You're a homeowner. You got a fucking career. This crippling Masters of the Universe addiction. Kids. I don't get, <laughs> I don't get how you have all this fucking time. It's like, dude, I've, I can't even stay awake for a full day of work, dude. I need to take like a fucking noon nap every day. Dude, I, I last night I busted out the Seth Rogen joints. And I got so high, I fell asleep at like 10.30 while watching House of the Dragon. Were you what? Did you have the J still lit? No. I took a few hits and I was like, whew, I'm really high. I need to put this down. And it was kind of like when you eat too much. You're like, oh man, I feel, I feel like a fat piece of shit. I need to put this down and not finish it. And then your fullness just keeps increasing. And you're, you're like, about. what are you doing? What are you doing? I stopped eating. Stop feeling worse. I stopped smoking weed, and I just keep getting higher and higher and higher. And I was absolutely fucking obliterated. And then just passed out. Were you with Carl? Yeah. Was she Was she going through it too? She passed out. I think we both passed out at the same time. We both nice. did not finish last night's episode of House of the Dragon. You're not missing much. I didn't finish it either, actually. I fell asleep. I tell you what I did finish, though. Oh, no. uh, remember when I, I talked about how I bought a ticket, a ticket to go see Clerks 3 and then forgot and didn't go see the movie? Yes. This time I bought a ticket to Clerks 3 and I did see the movie. Uh, Was it worth the cost of two tickets? As a Kevin Smith and Clerks fan, I will say yes. 
Okay. I enjoyed it. Um, what if you put yourself in Jeff Clark's shoes? What would he say? You would not like it, probably. It's like, I feel like at this point, Kevin Smith is making movies for Kevin Smith fans. Like, he has such a massive built-in audience that he's just like, yeah, you guys gave me my career, and all everything that from this point forward is for you. Like, he has such a massive, dedicated fan base that, like, it's all he needs. So, fuck trying to make movies for, you know, everybody. Like, he... he even there was a, a a pre-recorded message that played before the movie, and I'll, I'll never forget this when when Jay and Silent Bob reboot came out. Uh, I think the only way to see it was to go and buy a Blu-ray of it. <laughs> Jeff, your fucking face is tripping me out. You doing your fire marshal bill thing? Sorry. <laughs> no, that was that was really funny. Uh, I try. I'm I went bring some sort of humor to this. I went, I went to Best Buy and I bought it on Blu-ray and as I was checking out, the guy behind the counter was like, what the fuck is this? Like, everybody is buying this today. What the fuck is this movie? Like, he just didn't get it. Like, he doesn't know, he, apparently he doesn't know the Jay and Silent Bob universe. He doesn't know Kevin Smith movies. All he knew was tons of people were coming in that day to buy this new DVD that came out. He hadn't heard of it and he was baffled. And I just shrugged. Wait, what was it called again? <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> Reboot. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you were still talking about Clerks 3. No, but... Because like, that, to me, would sound... That would be more ridiculous. I mean, I, I know who Jay and Silent Bob is, and I, if I worked at a video store, I wouldn't be, like, that surprised. I would maybe look up on the calendar if, like, people kept coming in and buy it. But if you didn't know what Clerks was, that'd be... Like, what the fuck are you doing at a video store, dude? Yeah, the guy, like, the... I, I just told him, I was like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Kevin Smith's just got a fucking... Loyal audience, you know? This is the day that this Blu-ray comes out. So, yeah, your Best Buy is going to be swarmed by Kevin Smith fans. And in this little pre-recorded video, Kevin Smith was like, I mean, we made Jay and Silent Bob reboot through Lionsgate. They were so pumped that this directed-to-Blu-ray movie did so well. They were just like, fuck, man, can you keep cranking these out? Make another movie with this same super low budget that makes us that much money. So he just did Clerks 3. He's like, if you guys didn't buy so many copies of Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, this movie never would have happened. So it was a very, very Jersey, a very self-referencing Kevin Smith universe movie. And, um, I mean, the, the first Clerks made me want to be a writer, made me want to work in entertainment. It was like, this Kevin from New Jersey did so much with so little and made this like fucking hysterical indie movie for nothing that takes place entirely in a convenience store. And I was like, maybe I can do something like that. And I, I even got to tell him that one day in person when he was up at Sirius. I was like, look, I don't mean to you know kiss your ass or anything, but you're the reason I'm here. You're the reason I'm out here in Los Angeles taking a stab at it, trying to make people laugh for a living. And he just like, he didn't even say a word. He just opened his arms like this and like just gave me one of like the, the nicest hugs I've ever gotten in my life. Nice. And I was like, like you know, in the bike club. Yeah. I was just like, just, I was like, I can't believe it. Like if, if fucking middle school me could see this right now, that's just epic. And I don't know. I've, I'll, I'll never forget just how nice of a dude he was. And 
I think it fucking rules that he can just keep making these movies. Like, they're not getting wide releases. I had to actively hunt down a way to see this after sleeping through the fucking tickets I had for the AMC showing. And then I found some weird theater I'd never been to before. And they were doing one showing a day. So I I went during the week and saw it. And it was interesting because, you know, Clerks is, you know, it's a comedy. It's, you know, it's definitely got its drama elements, but it's a comedy. And Clerks 3 really fucking went for the heartstrings. Like, it was a heavy, heavy movie for a comedy. Was it a comedy? Did you laugh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I thought it was better and funnier than Clerks 2. Um, Did, didn't Clerks 2 suck, or was that, was that Mallrats 2? Mallrats 2 doesn't exist. Yeah, Mallrats 2 never came out. I don't know. I, I feel like it was just such a big leap from. So it was bad, huh? Clerks being this black and white indie movie that takes place in you know a convenience store, a tiny little convenience store, to a color, like, I don't know, cameo studded, dance number, bigger budget movie. It just, it was very very different, and this was a little bit more of a, you know, like like I said, it was super meta. Like the whole plot of it is. Randall has a heart attack and is faced with his own mortality. And then he's just like, you know what? I'm, all I've been doing is working in a convenience store my whole life. I'm going to make a movie. And it just played off of, you know, Kevin Smith having a heart attack uh, in real life. And I don't know that just the whole thing. It was, it was a lot just, just personally. Cause you know, my dad lived in Leonardo, which is where they shot clerks. And, you know, we used to go to the quick stop when I was a little kid. And we both got our worst tattoos ever right next to the quick stop for like a short, brief period of time. There was the quick stop. There was the video store. And then there was a tattoo parlor. And when I was 19, my dad got a fucking sunburst coming out of his belly button. And I got a skull tattooed on my ass. We both got our worst tattoos ever that day. So, like... What the fuck? I still don't understand why you think the skull on your ass is worse than the demon sperm on your calf. I think it just Jeff, is. would you like to weigh in? Sperm where people can see it or skull where only people might see it in intimate moments on your butt cheek? Oh my God. I don't know. That's a real Sophie's choice of terrible. Yeah. If you lost a bet and those were your options, which one would you choose? That's, that's the best way to put that question. I think I would take the skull in the ass. Yeah. I would feel like after a couple of weeks of it sucking to sit, like that tattoo is gone and forgotten about. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah. You have to lay on your stomach a lot. I feel like it'd be a nice, not nice, but it would be like perhaps a funny little icebreaker and like a first date. Maybe not. It it could definitely go wrong. Explaining a skull tattoo on your butt cheek has got to be easier than explaining a sperm on your leg. Well, at least explaining the sperm on the leg is a funnier story. Like, it was on the wall. It was in red ink on the wall, and I thought it was fire. I thought it was a flaming skull, and I didn't realize it was sperm until the guy finished the outline and asked if I wanted the little sperms thrown in there too. And I look back. I'm like, little sperms? What the fuck are you? 
Oh shit! Other the the, uh, the other story is yeah, I woke up one day and chose to get a skull tattooed on my butt cheek, and now I'm a forty year old man with a skull on my Wait, ass. You went with your father? Yeah, because well, you know, I mean, my, that's kind of a nice story though. And yeah, you know, I also feel passed, like it's better so to make like... a conscious decision and know what you're getting than to accidentally get a sperm on your leg because you're an idiot. Well, I knew to call like, my dad because the two of us were like we were both just like teenagers with no supervision. So of course when I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, I got a cool idea for a tattoo. What if I got a skull on my ass?" And he just started laughing. He's like, "Fuck yeah." He's like, "You know what? Why don't you drive down? Let's go both get let both get tattoos today." I got to ask, your father's tattoo was like way worse than oh, yeah. either he, one of those other two. He hated that tattoo. Oh, hated. Yeah. It. I don't understand what like was your father partying really really hard in those days? Probably. Like, what the f- what the fuck got him to that tattoo shop asking for that? Well, I feel was, like that was a thing for a while. It was 21 years ago, so it was probably around the age when like Godsmack was super cool and Godsmack had that like tribal sun logo. It was a turn of the millennium. Yikes. Yeah. So, that was um, I mean, fashion I just was Googled back then. 2000s yeah. tattoo trends. Yeah, real bad, and, actually. Yeah. I, that's something that I recently picked up on. I don't know what documentary I saw. I you also, been like, you think the skull is worse than the tramp stamp? Look, I got a lot of horrible fucking tattoos, <laughs> Shuddy Boy. <laughs> you have a, I forgot, I forgot about all your tattoos. Wait, you have a tramp stamp? Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, look. God, that is bad. <laughs> like... Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. There's no it's significance terrible. whatsoever. This is this is the same place that I got the fucking the sperm tattoo. Me and my buddies that worked at McDonald's, anytime our bank account had more than $200 in it, we went to a tattoo parlor and picked something off the fucking wall. Like, Wait, is that a joke? Or did you guys have like an agreement, like a pact amongst you? Like, hey, we're all, let's all show our bank accounts. And for over $200, we all go to the tattoo parlor. No, it wasn't a joke. It was just like a thing. Like, hey, you have enough to go get a tattoo today? Like, let me check. Yeah, I do. It was Let's a fucking belief. roll. And it was, it was brutal. Like, I, I had no ideas. So I couldn't be like, hey, give me this. It was just flipping through other people's ideas and be like, yeah, give me that one that likely other people have. And the fucking tram stamp is a goddamn yellow scorpion. That's like how a mutated I mean, alien scorpion. I'm not a Scorpio. Anytime people see it, people cringe and then they go, eh, so you're a Scorpio, huh? And I'm like, no, it's awful and zero significance. It sucks. That's yeah, a bad tattoo, man. man Why if they, did you put if it they, there? If they lose another piece of my nose, I'm going to be like, hey, since you fucked me over so bad and I have to keep coming back, can you take that little razor scooper thing and just scoop off my entire fucking scorpion thing on my back my tram stamp dude Dude, this was before tram stamps um why don't you just get it covered up with a back piece then i have a bigger tram stamp i don't know a full back piece is different than a tram stamp yeah i have to go feed the dogs i'll be right back okay all right we'll talk shit about you when you're gone yeah oh look at him what a pussy he turned his video off and everything (laughs) who gets naked to feed their dogs The only way they'll eat the kibble is that if, if it's out of my ass crack. <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Miles? No, not Parker's food. 
No tongue darting. Uh, what are we talking about? Clerks three. I lost track. I lost track. Hold on. Clerks, right? Clerks three. Yeah. So many dicks right now. Uh, man, dude. So wait, I think tack two, this isn't even like a, a good point or like a wise point, point but t- tattoo removal will become more and more common as the technology of it improves. So you got to go feed your dogs too. God damn it. But no, I just I thought I just started hearing like a weird like hum. But are you gonna? I don't know, who knows? I'm always hearing shit that people can't. If uh, okay, so I would be interested. Yes, um, I would probably. You think Ellis would. New, like, not no. even, not even like out of embarrassment. Maybe just like I want some new art. I'm gonna fucking get. That's a the only way. Canvas. That's the only way I could see Ellis getting tattoo removed is because he ran out of space and just wants more. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought might happen. Uh, like some people, like what how, how like some people who are super tattooed would use the tattoo removal service. Like, dude, I just want a fucking fresh canvas. Like, let's let's get some more. Yeah, but you're on mute. Yeah, uh, I said like because the dogs were making a racket. I was like, uh, like wiping a dry erase board clean. Yeah, you got you got dressed like, real quick, t- Shuddy. <laughs> I mean, if if it was okay, if if tattoo removal gets to the point where it's really effective, because now it now it's like you have to go. Multiple, multi, like tons of times. It's painful. Doesn't it's it slow. Hurt more than the tattoo. That's what I hear. I hear it hurts more than the tattoo, and it's not even really all that effective. Like I remember, um, Christian Hand was trying to get like King Trut removed from his knuckles. Why? Because when he put truth on one hand and the H got on the thumb or whatever, it didn't. It, I don't think it hit him. Uh, how hard it would be to see the, the the thumb letters. So just having King Trut, he was like, well, this makes no sense. And I'm pretty sure he got he got that lasered off. And it like, you have to, it's it's super expensive. You have to go tons of times. And it doesn't even yeah. really get it all off. So like, I don't know. I could have, I could go and pay a fuckload of money and sit through a ton of pain and waste a lot of time to end up with a deformed blob instead of a fucking scorpion on my back. But like, I don't know. If it, if it ever gets good like efficient like you yeah. wipe that motherfucker off and it is gone it's gonna happen i'll do it yeah i'll get the skull off my ass i'll get the tramp stamp gone and i'll get the evil sperm too my prediction is this technology be available within 15 years yeah yeah take your fucking sweet time technology i'll get i'll finally be free of these horribly embarrassing tattoos when i'm 55 eventually it'll be like Soon it'll be super affordable, or not super affordable. It'll be super expensive, and only rich people that are tatted up can afford it. But then it'll roll it out to like the regular people. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Clerks yeah, three. Clerks. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, the the heavy stuff that it hits, like hit home for this point in time with me. Like obviously, with my dad being gone, sucked, and I haven't like really talked about this, but Miguel, who I started MSPH with back in the day. Um, he's been going through a really rough health patch. You know, he's been in the hospital for a really long time now, and I'm trying to stay in contact with him and keep his spirits up. And I've been 
sending them lots of comics and stuff to read to keep them distracted. But like, you know, that's been really heavy and weighing on me. And there was stuff in Clerks 3 that kind of mirrored that. And it was just like, Jesus Christ, I'm just getting fucking barraged by, by all the feels with this one. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm glad this is like a Wednesday night in a theater with not a lot of people in it. Because this is fucking embarrassing. I'm just getting all emotional and shit. And Are you it, tearing up? Yeah. Were you with Carl? No, I went by myself. Which is probably for the best, too, because, I mean, even if you don't have all this shit going on in your life, it's, it's a heavy-ass movie. Uh, it's, it's real emotional. It's got some really sad shit. Um, but I don't know. Like the, it, it had that banter that I loved in the first Clerks, you know? It was, it was solid. I mean, there's, there's some stuff that didn't really work for me, and... If you're not a Kevin Smith fan and you you haven't seen everything he's put out, there's probably tons of references you don't get. But me personally, it was it was like a three point seven five dicker. I I enjoyed it. It was a fitting end of the Clerks trilogy, and I'm I'm really stoked I got to see it in the theater. Um, I was just googling because I was gonna because I, I was wondering what happened to Mallrats too, which was supposed to be filmed a yeah. while ago. The way um, you made it sound, your response was like, it never existed. It was never supposed to exist. And that was a stupid comment. So that it would actually hit pre-production, perhaps? I think he had a script written for it. Uh, right. uh, it's called, shit, what the fuck is it called? I have it right here. Twilight of the Mall Rats. When he was still doing um, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, he was like giving updates. Like He talked about how he was re- doing a rewrite while on the shitter. And he thought of a line that made him laugh so hard that his wife was like, what the fuck are you doing sitting on the to- toilet laughing like a maniac? And I remember hearing that and being like, damn, I really can't wait for Mallrats 2 to come out. And then I think the um, studio scrapped it. I think. So the problem is that Universal owns the rights. Ah. ah. Um, but as of September yeah. 9th, he does say that hopefully Clerks 3 will be successful enough that it'll make Twilight of the Mall Rats a possibility. That would be cool. Because I'll tell you what, like being being in the theater, there were moments where I was like, I can't fucking believe this. Like, I can't believe I'm 40 and I'm watching a new Clerks movie. And, you know, it's wild. Those guys were 22. Like, I think the actors that played Dante and Randall were 22 in the first Clerks, and now they're, like, just about 50. You know, and it was it was cool seeing Marilyn, who plays Veronica on screen, who cuts my hair. <laughs> that she was still wild. cuts her hair. Well, she's been, she's been on the East Coast filming this uh, and going around doing press for it, so she hasn't been in there in a while, but, yeah. No shit. Well, that's yeah. that'd be something cool to talk to her about whenever she gets back it was, to her stylist gig. It was funny seeing Kevin Smith like he took like little shots at Howard Stern in it because like he he does not like Howard ever since Howard trashed. I think it was Clerks too. And he just like yeah, eh, I didn't really like Clerks too, and Kevin Smith just was so mad, just like refused to do the show anymore and. Got really pissed really? off. Really? Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. 
I mean, I can kind of get it. Like Kevin Smith's, uh, you know, he's an emotional guy, and when you put your heart and soul into creating something and people shit on it, it definitely, definitely sticks with you. I get that, but it's like, I don't know. But by saying he didn't like it, did he really shit on it? I don't know. Yeah, did I, I you mean, hear? Did you hear him shit on it though? Like, did he I don't think so. go into deep? Yeah, I mean that sucks. I loved Clerks too. Well, I, I have a feeling you would like Clerks three even more. It's just like I don't know what the future plans are for it. It's it's not playing in a lot of theaters, and the theaters that are showing it are only doing like one showing a night. I don't know if it's hitting VOD soon, but I don't know. If you're a Kevin Smith fan, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, why wouldn't like one of these streaming services like can't what? Why wouldn't like Netflix buy it from Universal or, or whatever? My my prediction is Prime gets it because Prime got Jay and Silent Bob reboot pretty quickly. Did prediction. you guys you guys watch anything? Did I watch anything? I tried to watch that Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix docu series, but it was just I don't know. Me and Cheech watched like. It's uh, I think it's like an eight part series. We watched like the half an hour, the uh, half an hour, of the first one, and neither one of us were feeling it. A little too gay, a little too creepy. Uh, Isn't creepy something you want in a Jeffrey Dahmer thing? I guess, yeah, I guess, and I, and, and and since he was gay, uh, that yeah. also is what you would be getting from a Jeffrey Dahmer story. So and a cannibal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Seems like it checks all the appropriate boxes. Nothing yeah. out of nothing unusual there. Nothing unexpected. Is, that is, that kind of shit is my beat. So I was like, you know what, I got to give it a shot. Uh, but you guys know how I feel about cannibals. Um, and I, I just wasn't. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. So you gave uh, up on I it. Tapped out. Yeah, I, I want to say it wasn't interesting, but maybe that's not fair. I, it's something that I'm gonna have to talk about with Carl, the only other person in my life who uh, cares about this kind of shit. <laughs> happens to be, Kevin, you know her, uh, she's your girlfriend. Oh, is that who Carl is? <laughs> yeah, that Carl. <laughs> Codename Carl. Yeah, Shuddy. so I have nothing, I have nothing uh, to review, unfortunately. What about you, Shuddy? I feel like I'm... Um, doing a run-through of Breaking Bad again. Because the boys have started watching it, um, so they made me watch it with them last weekend. So I've got back on that. I've also been binging uh, the show on Netflix that I have no business enjoying. It is I we our age group our the demographic that you and I fall in, Kevin, is probably not the demographic this show is geared towards. You ever heard of My Little Pony? It's called Into the Dark. It's a CW drama show. Uh, it's not. It doesn't feel very CWE. There, it, you know, better I mean, or worse than Dawson's Creek. Uh, not it. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek, but it's not hokey like that. It's well, <laughs> it's crazy. about a blind girl who hates her life and just is won't have any kind of relationship, just bangs random dudes. Uh, That's cool. Just because she has no self-esteem. 
Uh, and then this teenage drug dealer that she's friends with shows up murdered and the police don't do anything. So she's on the hunt to figure it out. And it's just ridiculous. But the girl... I'm sorry, back it up. She was blind? Blind. And she's investigating a murder. Yep. And she bones everybody. Yep. All right, I can see why you would watch it. But it's CW, so there's no nudity. Correct. Yep. <laughs> okay. How was it? I mean, I've been binging it. It's it's. I think it's really fun. <laughs> or not All fun. Right. I mean, it's what like it's it's engaging. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's not fun. It's about what is it? it into the it, dark or into the darkness? Into the dark. Is it from 2018? Yeah, and currently. So I, I've, did you watch no, it back in 2018? No, you, it just showed up. up. It was in. No, maybe it's not in. I don't uh, know what you're talking about, Shuddy. I can't find this thing. In the dark. Sorry, in the dark. Oh. In the dark, not into the dark. In the dark. In the dark. A blind yeah, young woman balls, tries to solve her friend's murder. So the this isn't gayer than me watching golf. The description on, Kevin, says blind twenty something Murphy is drifting through life in a haze of drunkenness, and her only friends are her understanding roommate Jess and Tyson, a sweet teenager she met when he saved her from a violent mugging. Murphy's life is turned upside down when, while out for a walk with her guide dog, she stumbles upon what she is certain is Tyson's lifeless body in the alley outside her apartment. When the body disappears, by the time police arrive and they don't seem inclined to investigate, Murphy clings on to the only thing that can keep her together, figuring out what happened to her friend. Wait a second. She didn't see the body, obviously, and no one confirmed that that was the body? Correct. Unfucking believable Kevin, you're not going to get him here? I mean, I'm going to yeah, come this... back next week. I'm going to review the Sanderson Championship, all fucking four rounds of the golf Sanderson Championship. This all sounds horrible to me. <laughs> I think I feel like you guys need better time management. I it sounds like Shuddy's got forty hours in his days. I don't know how he fucking does this. When did you sneak this into Were you watching on your phone while driving to the Toy Con? No, I've been watching it at night <laughs> before bed. When I should be sleeping, I'm watching CW. It was in the top 10 on Netflix. That's what drew me into it. I was just looking for something and it was in the top 10. Yeah, there's lots of dumb shit. There's lots of dumb shit that cracks the top 10 on Netflix. And usually I ignore it, but it's got Rich Summer in it from uh, Mad Men. Mm -hmm. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Maybe. Uh, And the girl who plays the lead is pretty fucking hot. Oh. Oh. I probably shouldn't have phrased it like that. Uh, it's cool. You can't get canceled for any of that. Yeah, you're still allowed to call people hot. It's cool. It's chill. For now. I, saw, I went, I went uh, and saw a movie in the theater with Carl. We went and nice. saw Pearl. Mm, my brothers went and saw that, I think. Yeah, I saw Bill gave it, declared it a five-dicker. Which is... That's uh, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, I don't remember getting that review out of him. I, didn't, I actually never even followed up with those guys on how they how they liked it. What, what did you think? Not a five dicker, huh? Not a five dicker, but it was it was good. Um, Carl really liked the original? it. Original? Uh, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. I don't know. Was I, th- Cuddy I thought in this one. What? Was Cuddy in this one? No, no. So this one is in the movie X, which this is a prequel of. Mia Goth plays a porn star named Maxine, and she also plays the decrepit old lady named Pearl that lives at the house that they're renting. So she plays, yeah. you know, the old lady and all of the prosthetics and stuff and the main character. So in Pearl, it takes place in like 1918 when Pearl is, you know, Mia Goth's age. So she's just, it's like a prequel to her farm life, strict parents. She wants to be a star. She's pretty fucking psychotic. And like just about every Ty West movie, it's, it takes a while for things to get going. But it was kind of interesting. Like, I like the period piece aspect of it. The costumes were cool. The style of it was made to feel all old-timey and Wizard of Ozzy. Like, the, the, the credits are all old school. The music is, is pretty, like, Gone with the Windish. Fucking terrible. Is this, is this A24? It is, right? Yep. These goddamn <laughs> cocksuckers. And then she fucking murders people. That could be cool, I guess. But instead, it took a while to get there, huh? It does, yeah. Like, every... The last 20 minutes of every Ty West movie is is pretty violence-heavy. And like, I, I would argue X never got there. It's still it's still on its way. Did you see X? Yeah. yeah and you I didn't like it. it, right? I did not like it. I feel it. like the kills were pretty know. good. Like, somebody gets stabbed in the neck so many times that their head just falls off. Which is kind of cool. In X? Yeah. The gruesomeness of the kills were good. Yeah, that was good. I just thought the whole, like, I spoiled it too. I, I thought the whole plot of it was fucking dumb. It's like how that guy got the drop on Kid Cudi. Like, get the fuck out of here. This guy is a, <laughs> isn't he a Vietnam vet? Like a fucking all-star out there? I don't know, whatever. Anyways, Pearl. I don't know, I thought did, it was. Did Carl like it? Yeah. She liked it. She liked it more than I did. I gave it like I'd say it's like a three point five dicker, and Carl gave it a a four. Mm. Bill gave it a five. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, because earlier that day, like I keep forcing her to watch all these eighties horror movies, and we watched Hellraiser, the original Hellraiser. This is the season. Yeah. What and season is that, Jeff? Halloween season. Spooky. Halloween season. Spooky season is the correct answer. Oh, PS- <laughs> PSL season. Uh, how many how many <laughs> horror movies are you through now? Well, when did when did? Oh my god! Horror movie season start for you officially? Mid August. What I feel I, like you usually do like a tracker or an update on these things. I mean, if you follow me on Letterboxd, you can go through my diary and app. just see a fucking. I have watched so many. So many. Uh, I'm trying to see what even counts as the first. Perhaps Hard Rock Zombies on August 10th was when I really kicked it off. And then I've just been going hard ever since. But I got we the watched... little fucking cloud with the arrow next to the app. I never use it, so I have to like re-download it every time. We, um, we, watched, we watched the original Hellraiser which she had never seen. She hasn't seen like any 80s horror movie, so I'm just forcing her to sit through all this stuff. And she she liked Hellraiser, but she was like, oh my God, that was so fucking horrific. She's like, that was like a legit scary movie. That freaked me out. 
And I was like, did you like it? She was like, I did, but I will never watch that again. And then when we made the decision to go to a movie, and she's like, I would see Pearl. We're like looking at what's what's showing. She's like, I'll go see Pearl, but I'm going to need to watch something like really lighthearted and upbeat when we get back because this is just so much gruesomeness and murder in one day. So Clerks 3, right? Oh, wait, no, you saw that in the theater. I'm tripping. By himself. Yep. No, Carl. My bad. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, Pearl. Pearl was, Pearl was good. I, I, I like Ugh. what Ty West is doing and what they're letting Ty West do. Like, they shot Pearl at the same time as they were making X, I believe. And Mia Goth was excellent in it. She, she was not only great, but she also wrote it with Ty West. So I just think, like, even if it's not the most spectacular thing I've ever seen, I, I, think, it's, I think it's cool what they're doing. I like people going off the beaten path and making these weird little universes because they're, they're making a sequel to X called Maxine, and I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do there with her surviving what happened in X, but I'll check it out. It's interesting. I, uh, my finger missed Kevin Kraft's profile and hit Shuddy Boy. Shuddy Boy gave Mean Guns a half star. Yep. I don't even... I gotta see that movie. Who is in this movie? And according to Letterboxd, it appears House of a Thousand Corpses was your first. Uh... When? Hard Rock Zombies... It's hard to tell when exactly you would consider your start because you didn't just switch to strictly horror movies. Yeah, August. Uh, August, I, I start wading my toes in. <laughs> but Taking sept- the temperature of the pool. September. If you look at my September watches, they're very horror heavy. Mortuary, Slaughterhouse, Psycho, Psycho Two, Army of Darkness, Tales from the Hood, Tales from the Hood Two, Shocker, Prince of Darkness, The Mutilator, They Live. The Void, Barbarian, Bordello of Blood, Demon Knight. That's right. Tales from the Crypt, Double Feature. Creature, Demons, The Wolfman. By the way, underrated flick. I I do not get the hate for the Benicio Del Toro Wolfman. That has some that fucking... That movie s- still holds the, uh, the distinction of being the one and only feature film I have ever gone to by myself. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I think I've never, Wolfman I've never kicks been ass. To a theater by myself. The kills in Wolfman are fucking grisly. And then the next day I watched Five Dicker Robocop. I like that you have uh, Psycho, Psycho 2. And then wedged between Psycho 2 and Army of Darkness is Aaron Brockovich. Yeah, that was a Carl choosing. A little palate cleanser. Before. <laughs> I haven't seen that. How is Aaron Brockovich? That kicks ass. And then where are we at? The Mist, The Gate, The Conjuring 3, Reanimator, Chud, Machine Girl at the uh, advice of Dom. And then this weekend we watched The Invitation, Twilight Zone, the movie, Hellraiser, and Pearl. Dude, how do I have five... There are 111 followers on this fucking thing. I only, I'm only following five people. I gotta step it up a little bit. Yeah, how did you need to re-download Letterbox D when you like recently, fairly recently, trolled one of my reviews? 
I think like I did that to the desktop. I don't remember doing that. Which one? <laughs> which one did probably, I get? Probably Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't oh, know. Man. Yeah. I mostly have five dickers in here. <laughs> like the lowest graded movie. I have Bad Boys for Life, uh, a one and a half. Oh, yeah. I think that was the last movie you and I went and saw before COVID hit. Parasite, only three. Man, it's tough on that one, huh? Yeah, for real. I don't, even, I don't remember disliking it that much. La La Land 3. I remember being pissed off at that movie, let me tell you. Avengers 1, Infinity, or Avengers Infinity War 2 stars. Avengers Endgame, two and a half. What a weirdo. Uh, I got a nice string of five dickers here, though. Wolf of Wall Street, Inception, Inglorious Bastards, Shawshank. Schindler's List, only four and a half. Didn't make it. Too dark. Ah, not funny enough. Great nudity, though. Great nudity. If you could have worked in some comedic relief, maybe I could have gotten that up to a full five dicks, but I'm only sucking four and a half Schindler's List dicks. Yeah. That's fair. Only you can make your own Letterbox D reviews. It's a journey you must make alone. Little mama, me and little mama are having relationship issues. I don't know if if we have the time to discuss it, but um, I will throw it out there now. I spend a lot of my time on the couch, right? Obviously, I'm watching a lot of sports, chilling, whacking off, (laughs) not jerking off, not in the fucking common area. Come on. My couch back there, though, I'll tug one out here or there on that thing. Anyways. You put a black light on that thing and the whole thing glows. Little Mama refuses to sit next to me and or cuddle on the couch. She, if it's just me and her on the couch, she'll sit on the furthest fucking side of it. And if it's me and anyone else, she'll just hang out with that person. Look, women get pissed off when you spend too much time on the couch, regardless of species. She disapproves yeah, of your of your sedentary lifestyle. She likes hanging out on the couch. She just doesn't like hanging out with me on the couch. I don't fucking get it. Are you are you farting too much? No. I'm How's your farting, farting been? Because I know you've said you farted her out of the bed in the past. She looks We're talking terrified. About you. I'm gonna answer for this shit. Why don't you like sitting up next to me on the couch? Why? No, I don't know. Yeah. She's been farting a lot lately herself. She's been diarrheaing a lot. We we had we had to take her to the vet to uh she's she's got allergies. Is and her butthole her allergic? Really, her allergies really kick in around this time of the year. Hmm. So we went and got her some some pussy powder and some uh some pills to help with all of her itching. And have, it worked. Have you tried any of her pussy powder? I have not. I do oh, not have any itches to one for you, one for me. To alleviate, but I apply it. It's fucking weird and gross. I hate it. But she likes it. She's always licking in the air when I do it. She really likes it. Whore. But. So you, you, you have to like salt bay sprinkle that pussy powder on her vagina. On her vagina, her, her belly, her pits. All of it. Wow. Yeah. So she's just constantly at those areas? Yeah. Ugh. Well, not anymore. Now that this powder and these pills that they gave are actually working, I actually got to hit her with the. They gave me a medicated shampoo. I gotta, I gotta give her one of these days. But would you do a key bump of her pussy powder? No, 
No way. What if it's cool? Like, it goes in dog pussy. It could probably not... It's probably not toxic. I guess. But it's definitely a good idea. I remember when you used to, like, drink lean and shit. You used to party. (laughs) Yeah, I used to party. Now you're a chode. over the hill now. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking... I sold out. Um... What was I going to say? Pussy what powder. Talking about, little mama? Oh, so to get her to f- eat the pill, I have to like put it in some peanut butter. And I think and I just put it on your balls. <laughs> and I, I just don't think, I think she's eating too much peanut butter. Do you want to get that little shit? Nah. Nah. Oh, so. I guess what I'm asking is that are there specific ass doctors? I don't have anything to review, but that's the most important thing that I got going on right now in my life outside of gambling is little mama not sitting next to me on the fucking couch. If you did a key bump of little mama's pussy powder, you could review it. You could food chub it. There's no way I do a key bump of little mama's pussy powder before he takes the shit bong rip. Shit piss bong rip. What do you guys say we just make this the most epic podcast ever? Let's How about I'll take a key bump of the pussy powder and you can do the pee and poo poo bomb. No, I said what I said. Listen, every time you start talking about this shit, Kevin, it just reminds me and our audience that you're still doing Oscar punishment. Maybe I'll drive over with the fucking key bump or the, the pussy powder for you to do a key bump. Of. What's it called? What's what's the what's the science name for the pussy powder? Yeah, no, we could be giving pussy him- powder. Let's look it up before we know. Like we could be giving him something that's not going to do anything to it. Well, still snorting doggy pussy powder is 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 cool. You got to snort off a little mama's belly, oh. not her pussy, her belly. Line her up like a sushi girl, which is clean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, body body I need bump the, right off a little mama. I need the science name of it so I can text it to Doctor Steve and ask if I can snort it. I thought he. I thought he canceled us. He, you still talk to him? I could get him to respond to a text. I believe. Just not appearing. Probably can't get him on the show. But <laughs> damn it! Come on, unban us, Doctor Steve. What the fuck? Uh, I, I don't know. I have to go get it. You want me to go get it? Sure. Okay. And I'll Google it. Make and we'll see. Thing. Yeah, make it a thing. Oh, Jeff turned his fucking video off now too does he have to get nude when he goes and gets little mama's pussy powder become a thing i just it's the only reason i did it is because it's a little disheveled behind me you know what i just fuck you guys i'm out of here too (laughs) take it away shuddy this is awkward as fuck i do not like this uh even remotely please come back kevin Man, yeah, I feel like I can Google this pussy powder and see if it's harmful to humans. I mean, if you put it in a dog's vagina, it's clearly not toxic. It's probably not like vitamins, but it's. I would. I would be willing to bet it's not dangerous. Which is exactly why it shouldn't be an Oscar punishment. That's the point I'm making. Oh come on. I think that's that might, cool. It might be too calm. It might be okay. All right. Then would you like to snort some pussy powder, 
Shuddy? If it gets me out of the pee-pee poo-poo bong, I will gladly snort some of Little Mama's pussy powder. What if it's poison? Unless it's poison. And then that's your Oscar punishment. Mike doesn't have a name on it, guys. It just has, like, her name, my name, my mailing address, phone number, <clears throat> the, the cats and dogs animal hospital in Long Beach. So you don't know what that pussy powder is called? It just says Can pussy powder? Neo pre-def? Neo pre-def? 15 grams? Yep, that would be Neo. Okay. Oh. Neo is hyphen it- pre-def. P-R-E-D-E-F? Yeah. Okay. Does it have the tetracaine topical powder? Is it? A, it's a topical powder, right? Yeah. Neopredef. It's an antibacterial powder medicine used to treat certain ear and skin infections or conditions. Uh, oh, mama. Okay. Now follow this up with safe for humans? It's uh, a superficial. It? Oh. It is... Not for internal use. It says warnings, not for human use. Uh, All right. So now this is back on as an Oscar punishment. What if my dog licks Neo Pre-Def powder? It's non-messy and sticks to the wound and fur. Even if the animal licks it off, they still get the benefit of touching the wound before it's licked off. So dogs can eat it. Well, yeah. Dogs can't even eat chocolate, or it fucking murks them. I can eat tons of chocolate, and I'm fine. So you I can can't eat, eat onions. They can eat onions. I can eat her pussy powder. That's right, you can. Ah. You just can't sniff it, probably. Or maybe you can. I don't know. What's the worst that could happen? Anyone smarter than us, can I snort Neopredef and not die? Actually, you don't even have to be smarter if you just are passionate about this take. Yeah, you just one. if you're convincing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I just, just googled snorting. Wolf of Wall Street, this pussy powder into Kevin's nose. Jeff, would you lick little mama's pussy powder? I, why would I do that? No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Little mama don't get down. There. I'm trying to get her to cuddle back on the couch with me. This isn't helping. Little mama, so you won't lick her pussy powder. I will. I am officially declining licking her pussy powder. I will not be doing that. Official. Man, we got fucking Wu Tang this week. Oh, oh shit, that. that's right. Four days, yep. right? Yeah, Friday, dude. I got, I got Paul's my Rom, birthday. I got my Romstein concert in on Friday. <clears throat> now yeah, I got why don't you review Wu-Tang. that? I saw you uh, posted a, a hype Instagram about it. You were excited to be at that concert. Did oh, live was, up to the? Uh... Yeah, it was fucking crazy. It like. The amount of pyrotechnics and shit they do. There's a point where they put the keyboardist in like a giant metal cauldron and then the singer grabbed a flamethrower and started shooting like flames at the fucking cauldron. Like, I can only imagine what the insurance is for Rammstein to do an arena tour. Like, what it costs for them to put on each show. Because, I mean, they sell out. They, they sell 30,000 tickets every show they do. But does it does it take the cost of ten thousand tickets to pay for the fucking amount of fuel and insurance and set they like they did this part and it's in the video on my Instagram during Duhast where Duhast like, mesh a fucking 
like bo- they make the sound of bottle rockets, but there's like a cable that goes from the stage to these big giant pillars in the crowd, and this it, the whole thing just goes up like a sparkler, reaches the pillar, explodes flames everywhere, and then all these flames go back towards the stage and blow up like a f- fucking shit ton of fireworks. It was mind blowing. Like I've been trying to see Rammstein for my entire adult life, like. Uh, I always thought Duhas was a goofy song, but then my buddy bought the album and I listened to the other songs on it and I was like, wow, this, this fucking shreds. These guys are awesome. And I was a fan ever since. And like, I remember one time I took a day off from work so <laughs> I could be at home in front of my computer when Rammstein tickets went on sale. And I got the website open, I signed in, and it was five minutes before they went on sale and I just kept hitting refresh, 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 refresh. The second it turned to the top of the hour and the page refreshed. It said sold out. I was like, how? How? How the fuck did an arena sell out in a millisecond? So, like, every time they've come to the States, which is not often at all, I think this was their first time in Los Angeles in 10 years. And thank God <sighs> my, my cousin, like, like Rammstein tours mostly just like in Europe and shit. And every now and then they'll come to the States, but it's, it's not often. And everybody wants to go because their shows are so insane. You just have to see them in person. My cousin's boyfriend knew somebody who was in the Rammstein fan club who got emailed a password to get tickets before they went on sale. And he bought tickets for all of us. And this was supposed to take place in September of 2020. So when COVID hit, I was thinking like, oh, fuck, man, I hope they clear this shit up before September rolls around so I can go to this concert. Nope. They postponed it for two years. And since then, my cousin and that guy broke up. And I'm very fucking thankful that I had the foresight to Venmo him the money for the ticket. And he transferred it to my Ticketmaster account before they split. I mean, it kind of sucked going by myself, but... Where was he? What you... It was they were general admission tickets. So, so he was there? Maybe? I have no idea. I didn't see him. That might have been weird, huh? But it was fucking sick. Holy shit. Well worth the wait. Those silly Germans can put on a fucking show, that's for sure. I'm excited to see what you guys think of Wu Tang. Hey, can we turn on this can we turn on this flamethrower? It's a flamethrower, Rick. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we uh, cool this off a little bit? It's a flamethrower, Rick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way to make this shootout cold fire? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, well. Man. Yeah, I mean, Wu-Tang is going to be sick. Uh, we got to get into some, not shenanigans, but maybe do like a, a dinner move or who knows where where the night takes us, but I'm excited. How deep is our crew? It's me, you, my brothers, and bitch ass Paul, right? I think so. Yeah. Candies for everyone, you know. Paul's going. <laughs> yeah, just as long as we don't have to get on any scooters. Uh, all right. Well, we got a little bit of time. What do you say we bust out some voicemails? Yay! Let's. Giant, giants are about to start. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do it. The Giants. Football. Ah. 
All right, where the fuck? Yeah, they're like the Eagles, but not gay. How far back? Is it this? I got a question real quick, actually. Too shuddy about the Eagles. How do you feel and how are you guys going to treat Doug Peterson this weekend? Because you're the most one of the most passionate football fan bases and you did go without a Super Bowl for a long time and he was the coach. So I think you guys should show him love. I think we should also. That's, like, not, I really, that's not really your track record. Um, it's a weird think position they, for Philly to be in, really. Yeah, really, I think they will. I think as much as everybody wanted him gone, I think him coming, it's not going to be like a situation with Carson Wentz where we took up 75% of FedEx field specifically boo. to boo him. <laughs> so I mean, like, I yeah, don't. you guys didn't go to Jacksonville to boo Doug, Doug Peterson. <laughs> like, I think that I think because he won us our first Super Bowl that he's going to get cheered. Yeah, I mean, he got fired, but I mean, you guys, it's not like he left you in worse shape. Like you're good again, so like, yeah, whatever. No, how, how mad could you be? No, I mean, Andy Reid got a lot of love when he came yeah. back the first time. And what Andy, while well, Andy Reid won for a longer amount of time than Doug Peterson was here, he, other than getting him to the Super Bowl in 2004, they never got past the NFC Championship game. So if Andy Reid is that beloved still, then Doug Peterson, whose body of work is smaller, but brought us a championship should, you know, never have to buy a drink in this city again. Him and Nikki. Yeah. Big Dick Nick. For sure. All right. I was wondering, what do you, what do we got in the voicemail docket? Sorry, Kevin. Oh yeah. Uh, I just saw while you guys were babbling about who God knows what I did see a tweet that clerks three will be out on a physical copy December 6th. So there you go. That question's answered. That's physical. When will it be on streaming services? That I didn't see. Because that's Jane Silent Bob reboot was released that way also before the Blu-ray release. And that's how I bought it. I'm itching to buy Clerks 3 so I can watch it. Well, if you do buy it, um, it comes with a digital copy. So that's a thing. Uh, either way, here's a voicemail. If you guys... From a friend. Oh, shit. No, I have an answer. Oh, It'll be... It's up for pre-order right now on Amazon for $14.99, and it will be available at midnight Eastern on October 14th. No shit. <clears throat> wow. All right. There you go. We're solving all sorts of of problems today. Okay. Podcast. Stop me. If you've heard this one before. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Party hour. How are you beautiful bastards doing today? This is Brian from Houston and I'm calling again with another installment of the shit saga of my life. Uh, the last time I called, I believe it was to uh, recount 
of my shitting the bed while sick with COVID. And, um, yeah, so this, this installment takes us to just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my girlfriend and I were uh, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, doing some gambling over at the Golden Nugget. And, uh, you know, we were celebrating your birthday. We were uh, pretty fast and loose with any and everything that we wanted to eat or snack on. And, um, I woke up in the morning and went to go um, take a piss, you know, stretch as one does in the morning. I get back to the bed, throw back the top sheet, and there was a pretty substantial uh, brown, uh, it, it looked like there was a pretty good-sized skid, and then a few inches from that was a pretty fucking good-sized uh, what looked like it was once a uh, puddle or uh, something that was completely um, like a dried up ass loogie. You think that's what he's getting at? <laughs> yeah. I think that's I think that's it, is what he's getting at, Kevin. Liquefied. There was no chunks or anything like that. Oh. Uh, I was I was in some oh. pretty hardcore disbelief, denial, whatever. Didn't last very long. Went to the bathroom and sat down and gave myself a little wipe with a towel and uh, discovered that, yes, I shit the fucking bed again. So while I at first just chalked that up to happening only because I was sick with COVID-19, now uh, it happened again and I was completely healthy. So um, You're a bed shitter. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, try to keep your try to keep your farts trustworthy. Um, I tough. try to at all times, but uh, what I'm discovering now is that I also fart when I sleep, and regardless if I trust them or not, I just fucking push them on out anyway. So um, night sharks. Yeah. Love you, gentlemen. Love what you do. We'll talk soon. Night sharks. Night sharks are tricky, but. Thank you for sharing. I mean, shitting the bed is really tricky. I don't understand how that could happen. I feel for you, sir. But, you I mean, you have a girlfriend. I don't know how she puts up with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm king shit, and I somehow have managed to never shit the bed. I shit my pants a lot, but at least I don't do it in bed. Yeah, I, I feel like now you got to wear a diaper. And since you're, you're a lady, so... I mean, she's she's aware of this issue and is seemingly okay with it. She'd probably be okay with you wearing diapers. It'd probably be a lot better than you shitting the bed next to her. For sure. All right, well, I know you guys are on a sports ball schedule. I'm not on so a let's... sports ball schedule, but as everybody took my sports ball schedule last week into account, I will do the same as well. All right, well, then we'll do... One more voicemail. Lay it on us. And then head over to Patreon land. Hey, what's up, dude? I just wanted to uh, say that enjoy the show. And Kevin, you're 100% justified in being scared of ATVs. My distant relative drove an ATV into the woods and never returned. They found her corpse 
uh, downstream in the river and her ATV on a jagged pile of rocks. So what the fuck? She did not end uh, happy, and I'm sure she fucked herself up and broke every bone in her body and then floated down the river. So yeah. <laughs> on a lighter note, Shuddy. Um, I think Shuddy's about to get shuddied because I do have to say, um, actually. You do not see Maisie Williams' kitties, a.k.a. Arya Stark, in that Johnny Rotten TV show. She is wearing plastic titties on her chest. They got prosthetic. And uh, she's wearing that under her mesh shirt where she's riding a motorcycle. Also, uh, yeah, Jeff, uh, I guess I don't have anything to say to you. I don't know how you landed a, uh, what do you call it, anesthesiologist, but sorry she got away. All right, that's all I've got to say, guys. Have a good one, boys. Man. Sorry to hear about your cousin. I'm glad I heard that after I rode an ATV and was <laughs> terrified, and not before it. Uh, yeah, it's brutal. But on the more fun topic of titties, they do seem to be doing, like, fake-out nudity a little bit more and more. Like, uh, the also in Game of Thrones, when... Cersei did the walk of shame. That was fake. They CG'd her head on somebody else's body. Help. I wish I didn't know that. Pam and Tommy, she had prosthetic titties to make them look all big and crazy like Pam Anderson's. Um, Well, I mean, that's kind of understandable. Yeah, I get that one. I think. Although she should have went all out for the role and gotten her own fake titties. Go real method with it. Yeah. I mean, Shia LaBeouf got like a goofy tattoo on his chest when he played like a wannabe Vato gangster in one yep, movie. Yep, and he's pulled teeth out. Yeah. I wonder right. when we will see a man get fake titties put in for a movie role. Jeez. Shia LaBeouf's going to do it. It's getting dark. Yeah, he's willing to commit. Uh, but the, like... Yeah, there's there has been like a string of fake nudity. I don't even know what I'm beating off to anymore. It makes my weenus sad. Yeah. If you can't trust tits, what can you trust in this life? Also, it, it takes food off the plate for other people and hurts jobs. Like someone someone would offer up their their real body for that role. You yeah. Get get them a paycheck. Like people get bummed out if an able-bodied person takes a role where they're in a wheelchair and they're like, hey, I'm starting to think this actor doesn't really have a disability. They're just acting in that wheelchair. Get him! Well, the girl in, in the dark is not really blind, apparently, from Ooh, what I could gather. You're watching some shit. cancelable shit there, Shuddy. Yeah, Brendan Fraser, he, uh, he got chastised by the fat community for playing a fat guy and apparently so did the director and they didn't even consult fat people my fellow fatties are very um, unhappy and i How feel do you like feel I gotta, about this i gotta i gotta stand with them brendan fraser <laughs> get the fuck off our lawn <laughs> so the the girl that's actually in in the dark is married to mark sanchez the football player the football player no shit that's cool oh dang my coworker played in this football team. Uh, excuse me, my old coworker. It's 
not a current coworker. She, so she's got to be hot, right? I mean, the fucking guy, guy playing the NFL. He played for USC. He's he's a kind of a good looking dude himself. Mark Sanchez. I'll have to look this girl up. What's well, her name? Perry Matfeld. Jesus, what a shitty name, Perry Matfeld. All right, well, Jeff is Googling her. We will thank all of you for listening this week and every week to Mad Scientist Party Hour. And if you need more MSPH in your life, I strongly suggest you check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hour. We brought back Season 2 of Queef or No Queef on the $10 tier. And holy shit. Fireworks. It is one of the most epic things we've ever put out. People have been commenting on that post like crazy. One person even went as far as to say, this is my favorite thing, episode, or like episodic thing MSPH has ever done. Like that one episode of Queef or No Queef was better than any podcast we've done, Patreon show, you name it. That got the first prize. I thought it was fucking terrible. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, it's one of those no things. No subscribe. You no f- one pay us more money. No one enjoy themselves with just hours of hours of content. Don't do that. Don't subscribe to Patreon backslash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Don't. I like this method you're going with, Jeff. I like it. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. Uh, just follow my podcast at uh, no, it's not at Outkick Bets with Jeff Clark. My name is in the title, motherfuckers. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get podcasts. I don't do anything on Instagram. I don't think I, I don't think I've posted since like 2020. Well, whose fault is that? It's me. It's my fault. I people want to see up, little I mama. All, you can put up a reel of you sprinkling the pussy powder on her. That'll probably get shared all over the place. <laughs> Leave yeah, money my on the day table. in the life. Powdering little mama's pussy. And at MSPH Podcast, um, you can send us emails, madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. Or if you would like to see all of these shenanigans, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Um, Shuddy, you got anything coming up you need to promote? Um, the episode of the Two Clouded Minds show that I was on, uh, I was a guest on last week, I believe is releasing uh, this week. I think tomorrow. Nice. Um, so... Remember, check them out at at the underscore two underscore clouded underscore minds underscore show on Instagram. The most underscores ever. There you go. World record. Can't forget it. I, I actually did that all from memory, and I'm not 100% sure I got that correct. Hang on. Let's nail it. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. Come on. Let me. Let's promote this. Other I, I did have it right. It is the underscore oh two my goodness we're going through this again underscore minds underscore show good job shoddy yeah check them out yep awesome cover art for your podcast appearance yeah they're they're awesome it was a lot of fun uh it was a it was a lot of fun uh they're cool dudes and they listen to us so that's they're even cooler that bros does helping bros that does make somebody instantly cool Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you listen to my show? Well, you're cool, obviously. Yeah, you're cool as fuck. You know what's what. You clearly have a nine-inch penis and fuck mad chicks with it. Yeah, and yeah. Lady. great taste. Unless you're a woman, then you do w- cool woman stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you got, you got like a, I don't know, bum-ass pussy. <laughs> yeah, wet-ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll see you in Patreon land. But until next time, ooh, something. Bing boing, bing boing, plamps. It's a big night for little mama. Oh no. What's going on? Blueberry facial? She's got a she gets a treat every time the Giants, Yankees, or Knicks or Rangers win. And the uh, Yankees and Giants both play tonight. So she gets a chance at two treats. Um, and every time the Giants fumble, I take a treat out of her stomach. As a better, do you like the Giants uh, minus one at home? I do. I bet it. I am a little biased, so I don't really want to give that advice out, even though I did give it out this morning on Outkick's website. <laughs> I just ow, ow. They have a bunch of fucking backups in, at off, in offense, and it's like it's going to be a whiteout game for the Giants. We're 2-0, and new coach, a lot of momentum. I think we're going to get them at home. It's only like a, a pick them. Minus one, whatever. I think we'll get them. So why do you think the minus one I'm, – I'm, I'm looking at DraftKings right now. The spread is at negative 110. Straight up, the money line is at negative 115. Is that because more people are betting the money line than the spread, so the odds are worse? No, it's the sports books actually think the Giants are slightly better, like fractionally better. So they just want you to pay more of a, a price for it. Right. But when the point spreads only one point, like there's no other you can't win by less than a point. So why are the money line and the point spread the same odds? I don't know. I don't That's have why odds. I was thinking maybe more people have been betting the money line. As the point spread move, I don't know who the fuck cares. I mean, uh, yeah, most people are, and if they're going to bet the Giants, they're probably going to bet the the money line. Do you think Aaron Judge hits a home run tonight? I do, because DraftKings has a fun parlay. Of Aaron Judge hitting a home run, Yankees winning, Daniel Jones throwing a touchdown pass, and the Giants winning at eight plus eight sixty six. That is not good enough odds. That's a fun bet to throw a little like ten dollars on it, but it is not good odds. For whatever reason, the, the the thing I'm most concerned about is Daniel Jones throwing a touchdown pass. That guy's such a bitch. Yeah. I want to fight him. But he just whooped my fucking ass. He sucks. Who the fuck is Richie James Jr.? Is he any good? Oh, he's a bitch. 
Are you wearing the, a Nirvana Unplugged shirt, Shuddy? I am. Oh, wow. Better or worse than Jay-Z's Unplugged? Kevin, go. Jay-Z didn't Unplugged? <laughs> yeah, he did. Nirvana's is the best Unplugged there ever was. If they unplugged Jay-Z's mic, I would say his was better. How do we feel about Alice in Chains? Because I like Alice in Chains, and they're unplugged kicked ass. Okay, cool. Alice in Chains is awesome. Yeah, they're unplugged, and Eric Clapton's were probably second to Nirvana's. I I didn't know if that was going to go in the way of Tool with Shuddy, and Shuddy call Alice in Chains completely overrated trash. No, Alice in Chains is a band of talented musicians making great music. Tool is just a bunch of fucking... They've come to snuff the rooster. (laughs) I tell you, when when I was young, I hated Unplugged. I'm like, man, you're taking all, like, the aggressiveness and fucking grittiness out of these bands that I love and just cutting their balls off. I don't know, there was something about... Nirvana's unplugged right from the get-go that I just, I loved it. I still do. If I'm in the mood to listen to to Nirvana, that's my go-to usually. Interesting. That and Nevermind. Because I wasn't allowed to listen to In Utero. Because it had Rape Me? Yep, that's exactly why. That is exactly why. I like when Walmart was like, we can't sell this, so change the name of the song to Waif Me. I, uh, so... Those pussies. I only got Nevermind by the grace of God. It was the one and only time my parents ever signed up for one of those Columbia House type things. (laughs) What is that? Like the CD, like back in the day, you'd get like, a hundred CDs for 20 bucks. And then you'd be signed up for this stupid membership thing where you had to buy CDs. I never heard Columbia of it. house BMI. You know what I'm talking about, right? Kevin. I spaced out. What? Columbia house BMI subscription yeah. to CDs. It's like Netflix for CDs. Yeah. I, I tried. Well, you don't have to return them, but I tried to get my mom. I was like, mom, it's a fucking penny. And look at how many CDs I get. She's like, you're not understanding how much of a scam this is. I'm not signing up for this. Yeah, you'd get like 10 CDs for a penny, and then mm. you'd be committing to buying like $1,000 worth of CDs from them over the next year. Like, that's how you got. But my parents did that once. And my mom's like, is there any CD you want? And I was like, Nirvana, never mind. And she's like, okay. And she ordered it and was so angry when it came because of the naked baby on the cover. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Not good. And then when In Utero came out and Rape Me was on it, she was like, that one was just, that was a no-go at any point. So I had to secretively listen to it. So I never owned it until my adulthood. Yeah, I still remember wanting to get um, Dr. Dre's The Chronic and hearing it on, you know, Hot 97 and MTV, and I'm like... There's not that many bleeps on this song. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like this would hold up under scrutiny. So my dad listened to it, and he was like, holy shit. He's like, I can't. I can't give you this. Like, I'm pretty sure The Chronic was the one that had that skit where he's like fucking two chicks or whatever. Yeah. 
It's like it it's not a even a song. It's just girls like, oh, oh, fuck me, ah, oh, fuck me. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, take that dick. Yeah. In retrospect, <laughs> those skits were so fucking weird. Like so many rappers did that. Like here, just here's just a skit of what it sounds like when I'm fucking. Like, yeah, I kind of don't want to hear that, Doctor Dre. You're cool and all, but I don't want to hear or see you bone. I don't want anything to do with your O face. But then eventually, let's my not, dad. Let's not retroactively cancel the skits, all right, Kevin. You fucking Karen. I always skip the skits. I'm not here to listen to your fucking SNL edition. I want to hear music. I think it lasted about two weeks, though. My dad caved. He's like, ah, fuck it. You can. Here you go. And gave me a, the chronic on cassette. Gotta grow up sometime, all right? I mean, freshman year when $3 Bill Y'all came out. Oh, God. And I had Faith playing at. In obscene volume, it was very loud because I wasn't prepared for what was coming. And as soon as Fred Durst screams, get the fuck up, like within 15 seconds, my dad was in the room confiscating the CD. And I lost it for months because of that one F word. Now, son, I don't want you jumping the fuck up. This music creates bad influences on you. Here you go. Take this. This is the George Michaels version. You can you can like that one. This is interesting. So my parents were just never strict about this shit, but they were just strict about other shit, like my grades. I had like a fucking my father my like tried to put were a strict all the way around. Oh, so you did get good grades? I always thought you fucked around in high school. I did and fucked around, but I got good grades just good enough to keep them off my back. Shit, dude. What what does that look like though? Because like I got shit if I didn't hit the the honor roll, the, the uh, high honor roll. Honor roll was not a thing for me in high school because there were some classes that I did really well in, like math, where I would get like a ninety-seven for the quarter. Yeah. And then there would be like German class that I skipped for the whole quarter, where I'd have practically a zero. So like, German my GPA. Class. Holy was. shit. That's yeah, what I'm saying. How would, you, how would you talk your parents out of being pissed about that, though? Like, I couldn't just mail it in on classes. Like, I had to, had to get good grades in all of them. Well, that year that I got that F because I went to, like, three German classes for the whole second semester, I ended up having to retake German. Uh, and that did not go over well. Joke's on you, huh? Yeah, they were not. Unschleinschleben, and this my senior year before I dropped out, I was a senior in a class with all juniors because I failed German the year before because I didn't go to class. That's weird that you went to a school that was so heavy with the German. Well, we had our choice between German, Spanish, and French. But that decision had to be made after having one quarter of each in sixth grade. You had to decide what language you wanted for the rest of your career, high school. Same year. here. <laughs> so, but ours was eighth grade. We had to make it for, for all of high school. No, sixth grade. You were committing <laughs> like for the rest of. And, I don't think we even started a foreign language until seventh grade in New York. And then eighth grade. Yeah, we tried. We tried those. Th- I, I actually took Latin. Latin was like a fifth option we had, um, which is just obviously a useless language, but. Latin was available 
once we got to high school, but I couldn't take it because it wouldn't fit into my schedule. So I had to stick with German. Gotcha. But I made the choice because the French teacher, I did not like him. He was creepy and he was a dick. Uh, the Spanish teacher didn't like me in sixth grade. So I just, that went to German. That's how I got stuck with Man, my school, my school was like, man, we're lucky these motherfuckers can speak English. Let's not push our luck. I had Wait, no which foreign one? language. Retard school? I shockingly enough didn't even take any... Actually, that's not true. When I was in Catholic school, um, one, of our, one of our fellow students' moms got tapped in to try and teach us Spanish. And we were all so bad, she gave up and quit. And they were like, all right. Yeah, we tried with foreign language, but nope, everybody's too stupid. Then at public school, I think it was only optional, so I, I didn't take it. And then when I went to retard school, they were like, yeah, you know what? We're, you guys are struggling enough with English. We'll show mercy on you. And then they even said, like, we're going to, you know, whatever college you get into, we can, like, talk to them and get you a pass so you don't have to take foreign language there either. So when I was picking my classes, they were like, all right, now what are you taking for your foreign language? I was like, oh, no, you see, um, I don't have you to. pull out a note? Yeah, I was like, I, I don't have to. And they were like, yes, you do. I was like, no, my school said that they were going to like talk to you guys. And you're like, I don't know what the hell they were blowing up your ass, but you're taking a foreign language. I was going to say, that sounds ridiculous. Like, what do you mean? Like, the high school could talk to the college. Like, yeah, it, 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 they can talk to any college. <laughs> any college is just, you know, that... You know, Bing Bong School from Massachusetts dictate how their curriculum goes, yeah, especially back then. Yeah, especially like back the then admin, when you know the head of you, admissions at Stanford. But yeah, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. Foreign language, bring them on in. I'd be like, um, no, you, sir, you don't understand. I'm stupid, so <laughs> yeah. I don't have to. Just you show up to it with a fucking doctor's note. I don't know. I'm actually medically cleared from doing a foreign language. Uh, in a little while, I am going to have to uh, step away just to, to feed the doggos dinner. Understood. Around five oh. o'clock my time, I have to step away to watch Monday Night Football. Can you guys hear this? Crawfish and shrimp. It's a fooey. Oh, man. You're like kicking me while I'm down. I couldn't quite hear that yeah, one. Is yeah, there yeah, a, yeah. a different one of Jeff that you might be able to play that I could hear better? I don't know. I, Am I taking so stupid we, pills here? I want I two cows a perfect to time fuck me. with one, but all right. I want two That's cows to play this fuck game. Me. Every time I, I piss, it smells terrible. <laughs> I want two cows to fuck me. I love fried shrimp. I fucking love shrimp. That's the one I was looking for. I, I heard just fine. Perfect. Dude, Levels I'm, are I'm good. I'm telling you, I always have hard nipples. Now I wish the sun was not, like, at eye level right now. Yeah, dude, do you have curtains? The, the blinds are down. That's it coming through the fucking blinds I have in here. I'll have, if you give me a moment before we start, I can hang up a blanket, and it won't be blinding me. Okay. No, don't. Don't do that. Peter, oh. I know. It's almost dinner time. I guess we weren't 15, talking about that. 15 minutes into the Easter, he's like, eh, maybe I should go hang up a blanket. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Goddamn son of a bitch. 
see his lack of urgency when his football team's not playing Monday Night Football, huh? These goddamn motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. I'm still mending my butthole from that queef or no queef episode. Your butthole? I'm the one that got, like, uh, triple peed. No, but come on. You had such an, a terrible showing with all your cases selected last last season that coming out in the first episode and having a 750,000 case is at least a step in the right direction. But I I picked the top two cases and the first two people and still lost. Still still was in second. Man, you I know got how much of a dick punching that is? Some, some really stubborn boogies going on today. Good thing you have such a small penis. Yeah, but as I, are you saying I should use my tiny no, sharp Jeff, penis to pick boogers dick, out of my the nose? The dick punch of queef or no queef, and I said, uh, luckily he has a small dick. I'm interested. I was hoping in you're talking about hot dogs penis. of different nations. All right, let's start this fucking cheese and ham sandwich. I need uh, record permission from you, Shuddy Boy. Jesus Christ, Shuddy. Need some more Gatorade. Oh, I hope I have more of the jizz flavored one. I gave it to you, didn't I? Recording in progress. From Los Angeles, California, we are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 